Welcome to the Mike Ricksecker Audio Journey on MikeRicksecker.com. We were for a few seconds. Uh, welcome to the replay. Uh, great to see everybody out here tonight. So I know this is a little bit different. Usually we're doing uh, inside the upside down right now, uh, which is not the case at the moment. We're actually going live here on Facebook. There's Pat Craft. Uh, very cool, Pat. So some people are starting to uh, find it, find it here. There's um, a bunch of people. Donna, uh, Donna Gorton's here. Der- Renee, um, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. I've met Sarah uh, this past weekend as well. Uh, Crystal Farnsworth, cool. Uh, David Roundtree's in the house. Joe Chandler. All right, everybody. Great to see you all. Um, yeah, I know. Like I said, usually we're doing inside the upside down right now. Um, Busy traveling this past weekend. Of course, it was a great, great event up in uh, Iowa, uh, Waterloo, Iowa. Thank you, Kelly McCarville, uh, for putting that on. That was the uh, Psychic Paranormal Expo up there in Waterloo. Next one's uh, Dubuque, Iowa, uh, middle of April. And you should be at this coming one, right? Let's hope so. <laughs> I was supposed awesome. to be at this last one. She was supposed well, but stuff happens. Stuff happens. Stuff happens. Life so. happens. Yeah, and I guess it, it turned out that it was a good thing you were here. Yeah. Because. Because I was sick. My son was sick. We yeah. were just all sick. Yeah. A bunch of hearts and stuff down in there. I awesome. The Thank you, everybody. can blame the weather for sure. The weather was. You know what? But hey, this is, I got to say this. So it was like a foot and a half of snow up there on the ground in Iowa. It was <laughs> negative five degrees. But the roads were pretty dang clear. In fact, the roads pretty much the entire drive were fine until last until. night when I got back into town in Greenfield, Illinois, and the roads were actually absolutely terrible. So, like the last couple of stop signs trying to get home, I'm like slipping on the ice. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's because this area is the town that I dot just forgot. Yeah, yeah, they totally forgot this town. Yeah. So, um, so um, what do we want to talk about? You know, I put on there all things paranormal, haunted road media related. I am going to. Um, uh, go ahead and share this out real quick to Twitter because we had some people saying I, I, I'm not on Facebook, so but maybe they can mm-hmm. at least watch the stream on Twitter. If Audio the phone would work. and video not in sync. Um, that figures. Well, that would be. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's a Facebook thing because I mean this is the that's the broadcast feed there, which is pretty spot on. So. It'll be just like one of those bad foreign movies. Well, yeah. And we are doing this as a podcast, so you can always listen to it later. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So this this past weekend, I, I talked about a couple of different things. So uh, shadow people. Um, the other one that I did was history in the paranormal working relationship, which, you know, on... Um, We've talked about history a couple of different times on Inside the Upside Down. Of course, that's a big thing that we do with Haunted Road Media is the the history aspect of it. But this is a presentation that I hadn't done in several years. But I was dusting off because I needed to talk about something a little bit different this year. (laughs) We've been doing Shadow People for a while, and I am coming out with the book. But, um, yeah, so with what we do, that research and everything is kind of very important. Also, speaking of shadow people. Oh, yeah, Shauna's got the new shirt. 
Me and my shadow person. Me and my all. shadow person. Yeah. I love this. It's funny because <laughs> I always have it. Whatever. Right. So hang on a second. I am trying to share this real quick. So more options, right? And this is where I copy the link. Okay. So well, go ahead. I was trying to kind of prompt you to go ahead and talk about history a little bit so that I could share this out so that Betty can see it real quick. History. History is very important. <laughs> without history, <laughs> nice. without history, um, without history, we would not be able to find out about the people that we are talking to whenever we go to these places. They would just be random voices because, as we know, uh, they don't always give up all of the information. So it is up to us to take what little bit they do sometimes give us and research to find more about them. And then we go armed with knowledge and then we can develop a relationship with them of sorts. And uh, with relationships comes trust. And with trust comes, hey, I can talk to these people. I can let them know I'm here. Yeah, one of the things that I had mentioned during that presentation uh, was using history as a trigger object, which is something that we usually like to do. We go in there with like a little bit of information and say, hey, we know this. And that's where we get a lot of our great responses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like they're saying, hey, you know, this person knows about me. This person is not just shoving some box in my face telling me to talk to it. This person actually knows something about me and cares enough to share it. So I think it makes a world of difference in the world of paranormal investigating if you act like your spirits are still people and not just (laughs) what's the word and not just objects. There you go. Something to talk at instead of talking to. So I for those people that talk or just randomly just trying to get just anything and not trying to shoot for something, you know, specific, like getting to know this person. You know, you may get something and you're like, well, you know, listen to what what does this mean? You know, this isn't relevant. It's probably because it's residual. Right. It could be residual. Whereas if you start getting intelligent responses, you will notice that if you start talking to them instead of at them and stop asking them to perform stupid pet tricks, then you probably will get a better response, in my opinion. Absolutely. That's, and that's uh, what I was talking about. Um, the, the story I always tell is the one in the World War II plane. And uh, glad to see people are fighting it. Uh, Candy Orton was saying that she didn't even get a notification. Um, Donald sharing it to the White Rabbit Notification Squad. Thank you f- uh, for that. Pat Craft says, history to me is what makes the paranormal interesting. Yeah, it, it really is. And I led off with that presentation. And this is something that I actually added to the beginning of it. It was something I have believed for, for decades. Um, was that a, a lot of people, when they hear the word history, just they kind of cringe. Um, because they think of, and if they've had bad history teachers growing up, uh, they'll think, oh, wow, you know, names and dates of dead peoples. You learn about, you know, the, the names of some wars and when the wars happened and, you know, that's it. Names, dates, dead people and wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's your, if that's your experience with history, well, then you had some bad history teachers and I, I feel bad for you. Um, to me, the, 
best history teachers out there are storytellers. Uh, and I was fortunate enough when I was in high school that I had uh, two, my, my world history teacher and my U.S. history teacher. Uh, they were both very good storytellers. Um, so it, it kept the class interesting. Um, and, you know, they would kind of just take you back into that, that era, almost kind of like, and imagine, imagine this, you know, um, like the one, the world history teacher, he had, uh, he had actually traveled to a number of different places in Europe. And as we were kind of going through those units, he would talk about walking down the streets where this history happened, you know, which was really very cool. So, um, yeah. When we're doing this, uh, when we're kind of marrying this thing with uh, with the paranormal, um, you know, it's the story of these people's lives and, you know, making sure that their lives and their stories are remembered. So as we we are doing the research and learning about their story, we can take a piece of that, present it to them in the EVP session or whatever that we're doing, and they respond a whole hell of a lot better to that. Yeah, uh, because coming to them, letting them know that, I mean, if I were a spirit, I would say this, hey, someone took the time to actually learn something about me, you know, that would make me feel important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Don Godsey is saying, Mike, history is us as well. We are a part of it. That is absolutely true. Absolutely. Um, Katie Hopkins. Hey, Katie says, uh, history is what brought me back into the paranormal field. History is just one big ghost story. Yeah, yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah, and it's it, and then sometimes they're amazing stories. Some of the some of the ones that you know we found that we use whenever we're researching places. You know, they're they're better than anything uh, a TV show could spin off. Uh, this is actual people's lives. This is stuff that actually happened. So you know, on the shows that you know spirits are back, they're like. It doesn't happen like that at all, people. <laughs> you know, like, what in the world is this? <laughs> you know, I'm not doing that. Are you, what are they doing? I'm not doing that. I'm not making that happen. What the hell is this? You know, it's fake, all of it. Yeah, well, there's there's all that. And what I always liked about, you know, the, some of the shows was when they would get into, at the beginning, the, the history and... Um, you know, people's experiences that they had there, you know, so they'd interview some people and they talk about their experiences that they had there as well as, you know, the background of that. Now, because, because television is television, you know, you do have to go on your own and do some research and verify, okay, is what they just told me true? Um, yeah, a lot of times just kind of like, eh. So, so you have to do some research on your own. I mean, like the, like we have the Lavinia Fisher, uh, video on ours which i know that uh charleston jail has been investigated a lot it's been on a number of shows um but there is some different history associated with it than what is on the uh, on the shows which to me is a lot more interesting i mean they do have the one thing right where you know she got up there and was yelling at the at the crowd when uh, she was about to be hung and all that stuff but like the location where the gallows were um you know the supposed murders and all that um you know, it wasn't it wasn't that. I mean, they were highway robbers, but there's a lot more interesting things that went down. Um, you know, at the uh, the inn that they were staying at, that to me was a lot more than just all kind of blood and guts and murders. Um, it wasn't that. It was it was a lot of duplicity <laughs> that was a lot more interesting. So um, so Tom McNicholas is in the house saying, coming back to say hello to everyone. Good to see you, Tom. 
absolutely. Um, <laughs> Tom also says, hope someone remembers me years after I'm gone. You'll be remembered, Tom. Oh, yeah. Um, and Chanel F makes a, uh, Chanel Fletcher makes a great point. So you can't have a now without history. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's absolutely true. So, you know, just like, you know, we are all a, um, what do I want to say? Uh, we're a, uh, I can't think of the word. But we're some of all of our experiences. We're some of all of our experiences. And so history is basically, um, you know, a sum of everything that, or I'm sorry, uh, the present is a sum of history. So that absolutely makes sense. So, um, <laughs> um, so Pat Kraft says, some people think there is no reason for ghosts to hang around cemeteries. I don't know if I agree with that, but even if they're not there, think of the history you can learn by walking through an old cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, this is something we've talked about before that, um, you know, I don't think the cemeteries are like their, their home where they're just like hanging out all the time. But we've had paranormal experiences going to cemeteries. Oh, yeah. Oh, quite a few, actually. Um, I think, yeah, I don't think that people hang around their remains, but I think that people will, um, spirits will pay attention to and follow along with people that are visiting them there. Um, I think we're kind of like beacons to them. Uh, we're like, oh, so-and-so is visiting me today. Oh, I wonder what's going on. You know, sometimes, you know, maybe other people are hanging out. You know, maybe they live close by. Maybe the cemetery, you never know. You know, some cemeteries weren't always there, you know. Right. And so people may be attached to the, the land. I mean, you don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and sometimes there are cemeteries there where you didn't know there were cemeteries. And they're right. just under the ground. Um, you, you could be playing on a jungle gym in a park. <laughs> <laughs> and there's bodies underneath. It happens, but um, yeah, I think the the ones that are there may be a couple there for their bodies, and those were like the extreme narcissists that are like, oh man, I'm warm food, you know. Um, but extreme rarity, but you know, like we talk about the one up here where. Hi, the, Megan. What's that? New friend, new friend, close oh, by okay. Green County, got to represent. Okay, very cool, very cool. Hello. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, like the one up here where, you know, it, it may be that they're hanging out where they used to live and we're down there at their headstones talking about them and they're like, yeah, what are those people doing down there over by our headstones talking about us? And then we, you know, kind of recited the story that we observed by looking at the headstones and it seems like they came and joined us for a little bit. Yeah. So... Um, and I, and I think that happens that, you know, you kind of, the spirits kind of get that little tug. Hey, people are talking about you and they go and they visit, or maybe they come back and visit during somebody else's funeral that maybe they knew. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, there's a lot of history at different cemeteries as well. Like, um, you know, like a lot of the older ones, it kind of tells the story of the town. Yeah. And there's. You can tell like a lot of, there'd be like a section where a lot of people died at the same time. Um, and then you research and you find out like uh, during that time, there was some epidemic that went through and just wiped out an entire community, you know, and 
Yeah, every cemetery we, I can't think of a cemetery that we've gone to where, you know, we didn't uh, find some little interesting tidbit of, you know, and everything is connected. So you find out like, oh, and then it's like, oh, okay, well, then this is connected to this and this is what we did here. So, you know, everything, everything, everybody, everything is connected somehow. Yep. Tom mentions uh, St. Omer's. Yep. That was a great example. Yeah. Yeah. The whole town is absolutely gone. And you found that entrance on the backside that nobody knows about anymore. Yeah. I was like, what's this? You know, whenever we go to cemeteries, any wooded area, don't overlook the wooded areas. There's secrets buried back there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that in that case, it was a different entrance. But sometimes you find other headstones that have been forgotten back there. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a, there's a lot of things that could be in, you know, that fringe around there. Um, Katie Hopkins says, uh, I'll be chatting about a few cemeteries in my new book. Oh, yeah, my third book will soon be in the works. No worries. It will take me longer to write than the last two. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I have uh, Katie's second book on my on my laptop here, uh, which will come after Chuck Banks's, uh two books that, that we're doing for him. And he has another one that he's doing with us. And we have Vanessa's. <laughs> Hopefully we're getting all this done before the Paracon. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Vanessa was asking me tonight. She's like, do you think you'll have that? Or how, how um, uh, you know, when do I have to have it in that you'll have it done by the Paracon? And yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, <laughs> mid-April. And all the while I'm like, oh, God, how much do I have to? Because, yeah, there's there's Chuck's books and there's Katie's and then there's Vanessa's and so get all that done by and and I just thought of that. It's a little over a month. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sleeping. <laughs> you don't sleep anyway, so at this point you'll have to have a clone. We've talked about that for a while. Those clones. Yeah. When are those clones coming? I mean the the merch order was behind by a few days. Apparently the post office lost it and they're resending the, the merch. But those clones have been back ordered for a long, long time now. Where'd they First get lost? First order of business whenever I get a clone is I'm gonna sleep for like <laughs> 24 hours. I'm gonna do nothing but sleep. A clone, you know what to do. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, and Donna Gore say, "Yep, most of our oldest parts of cemeteries are surrounded by woods now because no one keeps up on them." Yeah, I mean we've we've had the uh, we're gonna do more once it starts to warm up. <laughs> but the the lost cemeteries that are out there. That's that's fun. It's interesting. Yeah, that was really interesting. We and it was an adventure trying to find it too. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we almost didn't find it. There's always some hike. Involved, yeah, that was a bit of a hike. Like, yep. You know, but then whenever you're like, oh my gosh, you know, here it is, and it's always, and you can tell that nobody comes to visit these people anymore. You know? not, not when you have like a tree that is basically yeah. resting right on top of the monument. No. Yeah, I mean, you can't even read the names on some of them anymore. And, you know, it's, but then as old as they are, as abandoned, neglected as it is, some of them are in, are in surprisingly good shape, like good craftsmanship. Yeah, the obviously. one from the 1840s was like, wow, that was pretty good. While well, there's a yeah. couple other smaller ones, not so good, but, but there, yeah, Somebody there was good some craftsmanship. Money. Someone had some money back yeah. then. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, it's a sad, it's sad that's not kept up now. Um, but some of them that were like, some of them had vines growing up on them. And it's like, okay, that's kind of cool looking. It's like, I, it's, I'm, it's like I feel bad that it's out here, abandoned, neglected, all that. But the vines growing up, the the obelisk on that one, I was like, 
that's pretty cool looking mm -hmm. actually so but yeah there's a there's a lot of fantastic cemeteries out there old cemeteries um i know that there's some you know back east from like the 1700s and whatnot that you know absolutely you know beautiful monuments and they're not being kept up so they make for great like uh you know, abandoned or urban exploration photos that you can stick up on Instagram, but it's just, it's sad. Yeah. yeah at the heart of it all, at the very root of it all, it's people that have been forgotten. So, yeah. and that's, that's what makes it so sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I understand where part of that comes into play, like the Schumann cemetery, you know, which is the one over by campsville. Um, and, you know, it was one where you could see that the the younger generation just didn't have an interest in it. Um, I know you're you're rolling your eyes about that. The older generation was keeping up on it because the older generation knew those people. Where mm -hmm. the younger generation, because now they've they're distanced from the people that are buried there. It's like, oh yeah, you know, great grandpa's in the cemetery over there, but they have no connection to the person, so they don't care, and they right. just let it go. Yeah, and the people that actually do care are just sometimes physically unable to get to it. Right. I mean, you know, someone, I, I couldn't even imagine someone 20, 30 years older than me trying to go up there. Because I had enough of a problem getting up there. <laughs> I got to well, be honest. Well, we, we did some hiking before oh, that, too. So Yeah. I was like, let's find the easier way to get there next time. That one was terrible. <laughs> Worth it. Yeah. Once you got there, though. So we have some people saying they live by a cemetery, like Katie Birdie and uh, Greg Renkin. So very cool. Very cool. Yes, and Katie Hopkins' uh, first book is on Amazon. Go grab it. Seeing Spears Opening the Empathic Door. Great book. Go grab it. <laughs> hmm. So, um, and Tom McNicholas saying, hope you guys come up to Bachelor's Grove. Yeah, you know, that's a bucket list item. <laughs> Neither one of us have been there. We've talked about going you know wanting to go up there um it's just a matter of we'd have we'd have to make a you know a trip of it yeah. to do that um because people think oh illinois yeah chicago yeah that's not no, that's not, not like right that. down the street from us it's right down the street from tom <laughs> it's like we're from illinois us. what part of chicago are you in it's like i'm not, not. <laughs> there's more cities than just chicago you know they should just call illinois chicago chicago yeah. should just be its own state well, I, I tell people all the time when they, because when, I'll say Illinois and I'll be like, much closer to St. Louis than Chicago. Right. And then they're like, oh, okay. And it dawns on them, oh yeah, Illinois is right across the river from yeah. St. Louis. Yeah. Really and it still continues to go further south, by the way. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, other, there's other spots in Illinois. Yeah, it's a surprisingly big state. <laughs> so, um, all right. Uh, Candy Orton's getting a Facebook freeze. Oh, that's lousy. That figures. Um, all right. So, um, I don't know. Anything else that we want to touch on? We were talking history and cemeteries and, um, I don't know. So, I mean, cause this was just kind of off the cuff. We didn't really have a plan for, for this particular, this is not an inside the upside down we're just going live on Facebook. Um, one of the things that I did want to, um, that I thought about for an inside the upside down subject and I was like no but I really just want to make it a, like a short video um it was the whole Momo thing um and I know you know you just kind of saw it in passing and really I just saw it in passing in fact that creepy photo that the story was made from I'd seen a long time ago 
Um, but but there are other hoaxes. Yeah, out there. it's it's like a hoax of a hoax. You know, it was like ridiculous. Um, and the artist is like, I don't know what the heck happened because he just mm-hmm. he created the thing like like a couple of years ago for an art exhibit. It has since disintegrated uh, because he didn't make the thing to last. It was just to put in this show. And somebody grabbed the photo and went like crazy with it. Um, yeah, and, and all the like report, you know, the, the warnings of, you know, children are doing this and that. And like, that's the part that's the hoax, you know? So it's like a hoax of a hoax. So basically they were trying to, you know, fear monger everybody. It's kind of like you get your spam mail or, you know, the chain letters that, you know, you need to do this. You know, Facebook is going to shut down or start charging you or whatever. They're giving you that fear and it's not true. <laughs> So that's kind of like what this was. Um, so it's like, I can't do a whole inside the upside down on that. But, you know, we could talk a little bit about, you know, hoaxes or, um, you know, just, you know, for one, kids be careful. Um, you know, because there was the whole Slenderman thing, like, you know, some years back where the, the two girls went, you know, absolutely ballistic. Actually, there are three, um, two in one case and one in another. Um and so, you know, we talked about that back in the summer on the Slenderman episode, which I am going to do a little bit on that. And maybe I'll just tie them all together for like inside, yep, or not a, uh, for Friday Night Ghost Race. So, um, so I think people are starting to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom's saying he'll set up some kind of tours for a weekend trip for us. That would be cool. Um, Let's make it when it's warmer. Yeah, make it when it's warmer. For sure, not like next weekend or anything. No, I'm gonna be in Ohio next weekend anyway. Um, yeah, when it's warmer, um, yeah, Bastards Grove, maybe we could do Resurrection Mary. I mean, there's a lot of stuff around Chicago anyway, all kinds of different haunted places. So there's a lot we could do. Yeah, Tom, we'll do that. Make a weekend of it or something. So, um, all right. Well, I guess we'll just go ahead and wrap it up. People are starting to check out. It's getting late. And that's always one of the problems with Inside the Upside Down is, you know, it's an after-hour show when it goes later and people start checking out. So, um, all right. Well, appreciate you guys hanging out with us for this evening. Um, trying to think of what's on tap for, well, next, is it next week? It's not next, it's not next week, is it? I'm trying to think, the Mineral Springs. No, that's the 19th. Who do we have next week? Do we have Christopher Peters again? Well, he's coming up again in in April, so we can actually ask oh, him we questions. Him back. Yeah, right. So Freddie Silva's coming Freddy on. Silva. Freddie Silva's coming in April. I'm trying to think of who's I love next me week. Some Freddie Silva. He's yeah. awesome. Oh, Eric Altman is coming on next week. Bigfoot guy. Yeah, yeah, Eric Altman. So uh, we missed him um, last month because uh, he he got ill, and so we rescheduled it for this month. Um, look at this. I'm I'm getting told that. Uh, the zoom meeting is over <laughs> it has been for a while but okay um yeah so eric altman will be on to talk uh bigfoot next week and then it's the week after that there will be in the uh pool at mineral springs inside the, the abandoned yep. pool of mineral springs yep, yep. first yeah. people to have a radio show there i would imagine mm-hmm. yeah nobody, nobody goes can? live out of the pool nobody goes live out of the pool yeah you have to run a cable there and now we have a cable now so we're gonna so we're gonna run so it. So we're gonna do it. It's gonna be a yep. cool show. If you thought the last one was cool, this one's gonna be cool too. Yes, it will be. So the last time we were in Pearl's room, this time we're gonna be in the pool. Maybe we just do that, like periodically go live out of a different place out of Mineral Springs. Yeah. 
So I probably have less of a chance of being groped in the pool. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I've been touched. But there's no demons the pool, there. But yeah, no, there's really not. There's no demons there. There's not. No matter what the ovulus said. No matter what any of the boxes say or what Zach says or what anybody says, there are no demons in Mineral Springs. The only demons in Mineral Springs are your personal demons, but those have nothing to do with the building. Right. There you go. I agree. I agree. So, yeah, look forward to that. Mineral Springs coming up. We have a lot of great guests coming up over here in the next couple mm-hmm. of months. So, um, and that will be Edge of the Rabbit Hole Tuesday nights. So, all right, everybody, um, we'll go ahead and let you get on with the rest of your evenings. Um, Patreon patrons, uh, we are going to be going straight from here to recording the Q&A video, so you should expect that tomorrow to be posted to Patreon. And I will try to get back to the newsletter, because I was so upset about that, the newsletter. I had it all geared up for the last day of February, um, and it just, it didn't save. And so I lost it. So I have to redo that. So, but expect that. I'm going to really try to get to that here in the next week or whatever and, and make sure that that newsletter goes out. So, because um, it has like the whole like calendar of events and all that stuff in it that people have been asking for. So, okay, everybody, you guys have a great night and uh, we'll see you next time. 